SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. Kathy Mosasana on SAFM. 12 after 10 o'clock, welcome to the second hour of the show. Yeah, very interesting uh, to hear the number of people that are describing the state of affairs as a man-made crisis. So these are situations that by and large we could have avoided. Well, let's turn our attention now to our guest for this hour. I must say, a lovely guest she is. You just have such a presence, don't you? Wherever you go, I think people stop in their tracks and they don't have a choice but to notice and to listen to who you are. Of course, I call you Sis Jessica Mbangeni. Sis Jessica, good morning. Thank you so much for coming in today. Greetings in the name of Africa, my beginning, Africa, my ending. Manditikuni mbonomni nalondi ubonayo. Gamazolwa ndaya yaluzelana. Hai! Guntu intuka Africa. Umdanesti manestozela. Nenzo ndelelo yoguti nuzinzolwe Africa. Mililwana baibasile matoto kwa kumikuluwe hatu njuka koko. Na msha kutibeni lijele nyengane nezikondo zonga. Siti malate mbaula. Vuta SAFM Vuta. Talking point, baby. And I'm saying that's Jessica Mbangeni. Thank you so much, <laughs> Kathy, for having me <laughs> on such a Friday morning, baby. On, 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 on a, a first of spring. Oh, Happy Heritage Month. Uh, yes, yes. Mm. I actually didn't realize that it is Heritage Month. And Happy Spring Day, baby. Chago Shazasya Kubulisa, City. That was us at the young age doing poetry, celebrating the spring day. Wow. You know, the the first time that I saw you um, was, I I can't remember what what event we were at, right? But I, I just remember your presence because you were... Opening, you know, because usually at, at these big events, they will have, um, you know, the keynote speaker. But just before that person comes on, you will come up to do the praise. You are an, an imbongi. I can say that you're a professional imbongi now. Um, but it, it, you're, you're mainly called because of the way that you are able to articulate uh, uh, yourself within a certain framework but but i think just how you are able to express um south african culture uh because it it very much is south african culture H- how did you even begin in, in 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 this career um i traveled the world in seven seas with a multi grammy or three four-time grammy award-winning so i took a spoke choir and for me, it was an opportunity to conduct feasibility study because I was curious of uh, what the world is perceiving me as an African child. I grew up um, from an integrated developmental model of business at home, and we were well because we were, uh, we were um, architectures, we were farmers, we, we were living, you know what I mean? But um, the, the certain type of education was, was draining me, the, the ex- 
the expectation of the society that I should lose the person that I am and mm. be somebody else. Mm. So I wanted to know when I was in the actual world that is considered as the world, crossing um, North America, more than 37 cities, and America was, at the time I was there, it was really the something in mm. South Africa. Mm. So I told myself, you know what, before I jump off this tr this uh, this uh, uh, train of Swahili Gospel Choir, I must make sure that I go to America. Then I went there. When I found that in America, actually, the, we are the hub of the world. Mm. We were conducting um, uh, cultural exchange programs with universities, Massachusetts, Indiana, Florida, uh, lots and lots of universities and uh, uh, institutions of higher learning. That's when I found Guti. People in the world know more, know me more than I know myself in Africa. And they value me. They value even being positioned, being birth, my birthright, being in this continent. Mm. I, and then I met a most beautiful and powerful man called Chris Gardner Rich, the writer of Pursuit of Happiness. And he gave me his synopsis. And he said to me, Jessica, stay close to the money. And the money that I recognized is the com me being myself as a commodity mm. of the African continent, taking the wealth of beautiful culture and African stories to the world. Because this is... Uh, not to mention Shaka the Great, the book, is actually transcribed in more than 150 languages in the world. Mm. People are studying about us, about our wisdom, about the way we do things and the beauty of the motherland. So that's when I came back home and I decided that, you know what, the gift of praise poetry that has been imaginalized by my society actually is a business card for me to get into um, different sectors as mm -hmm. well, to know what is making South Africa. It's not the few lines of the manifesto that is making South Africa. It's not only the, 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 the apartheid system that was oppressing that is making South Africa. We've got minerals. We are the commodities. We are, we are human. And the human value is endless, mm. is timeless. The human value is infinite. This contestation that you talk about mm. uh, when you say that, you know, you, there was a pressure to conform, to be something else. Yes. But you had to decide for yourself that mm. this is who you are going to be. And, and I think more often than not, wh whenever somebody meets you, right, mm. you are authentically South African and you even, you dress that way, right? Yes. You, 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 you embody culture in, in, in such a beautiful way. And oftentimes, you know, and, and I'll speak just sort of also, as um, relatively young South African, that we save this for special occasions, right? Yes. We'll save it for, no, when I'm, I'm going to a wedding <laughs> or we have an event at mm. home. So that's when we, we'll, we'll bring out our cultural, in inverted commas, attire. Yes. But you embody that as a way of life. Because I grew up uh, in such a way that mm. my grandmother was a fashion designer, was making me imibako. So I had um, a, a, a dad, I've got a dad who is a fashion designer still, but he has retired now. 
um, um, I grew up in a fashion home that instilled the love of my indigenous traditional outfits mm -hmm. and adapted into so many uh, easy wear. Hence, I still carry that business, which is Gwandu Afrocentric Designs in Oriental Plaza, Fordsburg. So uh, I, I, when I came across the world, oh, Jumbo, I was like, why? Uh, the shops are not giving me the Christmas clothes that I that are resembling me. And I am glad now, at least in South Africa, when people are talking about wedding traditional ceremonies and all that, they are thinking of their indigenous traditional outfits uh, uh, and also adapt it into their bridal gowns, which is the influence I decided when I came back from America that it must be huge. We have always been, always been doing it, but when you wear, they would say, no, I'm going to a wedding. I'm traumatized already. I'm, uh, 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 I am not appreciated the way. There's nothing wrong with me being a sango, but I am. it's a dressing and adornment, baby. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I decided to dress up Obosis Crystal, Dokananda, Obo Vusinova, Obos Pogas, Obo Pudring. You know, we made it trend. We made it that each, each and every time I remember Uzola 7 would say, each and every time I wear something, even it's a t-shirt, even it's, I need it You know, we discussed, we, we get into the space, got into the space that as uh, influential people, we know even the artists, the big artists, about two chains, they come here and get the content here. Then, and then you, you come across them in those big Ibizas, they are singing Zulu Kosa songs, like, yeah, excuse me, my own language. Why are you not singing your own language? They feel good. They are coming home. And it's also collaborations and integration of our own. Mm. Another brand and another brand. And now we're going to five brands a day. I, is, is there any brand that speaks to your authenticity and your indigenous uh, uh, background. We're going to continue the conversation in a moment where we're speaking to Jessica Mbangeni, who is so many things, and we're talking about the arts as an export, our greatest export. Yandeni, local municipality comprised of Ngaleni and Limone towns, will be hosting an investment summit themed exploring investment opportunities in Nyandeni municipality. The municipality is anchored on diverse priority sectors such as agriculture, agro-processing, forestry, tourism, oceans economy, small-scale manufacturing, property development, and investment enabling economic infrastructure. The summit will take place from the 7th to 8th September 2023 at Dance Country Lodge along the N2. To participate in this developmental program, please contact Ms. Manina on 076-512-2214. The summit will be streamed live on Nyandin Local Municipality Facebook page, Kithngese Radio Facebook page, and KNDT YouTube channel. Nyandin Local Municipality, building a better future with the people. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue the conversation on the talking point. Says Jessica Mbangeni is our guest for today. And of course, she's known in so many different things. But um, her name really synonymous with a heritage that we embody as a country. And I think that she has come to embody as, as an individual. So, you know, it, it's one thing to be able to stay true to yourself and, and, and do your art in a particular way. It's another to be able to package that 
as a yes. product yes. that is ready to be sold mm. to the rest of the world. Mm. And that's part of why, you know, I think it's important for us to have this conversation because there are so many people out there, you know, that have ideas around the arts, around our culture, mm. but they are unable to package it in mm. a way that they can sell it as a service to, to not just other South Africans, mm. but beyond this country's borders. Being uh, To sell something, Jay, in our country is something uh, that gets you imaginalized. Oh, yeah, Tengis, hello. Being the business, mm. it's very important that you, you know that you are a professional and you carry your profession with, uh, with uh, principles of it. Associate yourself with institutions and uh, spaces that will teach you on how to run your profession. Mm. Um, uh, at, at school, I studied uh, secretarial office administration. But what I loved in that course uh, in Eastern Cape Technicon, which is uh, now University of Walters School, it's uh, business knowledge, uh, typing techniques, word processing, because I was able to type my own uh, uh, invoices, and I uh, what uh, the economics, mercantile law. So those were the majors that uh, were coming actually into my entrepreneurship, enhancing what I, uh, my background of entrepreneurship as I was coming from a business home. So when I, I, I dropped out of uh, Eastern Cape Technicon, I came to Johannesburg to, to look for opportunities to sing and all that. Uh, I... It was difficult. I would come across um, uh, conferences like Mushito for music, and, uh, and I'm coming from the rural areas. It's difficult to to hear English uh, because we're st studying English in Corsa. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> but I would listen. I would persevere and go and tell myself good. And there were no recorders. It was difficult. So, but I, I, I decided to take pamphlets, go and teach myself. So that where, where do I start to become a business? I got into the inner city of Joburg. Uh, the programs were cultural help desks. I would go there. And that's where I had to learn about what the difference between a proposal and a business plan. And the difference between a vision and, and a mission statement. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, it, it has been a transformational journey. Mm -hmm. So you have to accept yourself that you are a professional. Position yourself that you are a professional and get on it and learn and gather the, the, the knowledge. Now I run my own clothing manufacturing and crafts company that exports internationally. I run my own record label that manages, that produces and manages Uchesi Kambangeni as a commodity because she's got so much of the content that needs to be protected, distributed, um, adapted into so many things, monetized, and also a branch whereby I am mobilizing other artists to become businesses mm. and how to tap into the economic institutions or uh, the economic opportunities of our country like uh, the DTI Department of Trade and Industry and its own stakeholders that is GEP Gauteng Economic Propeller and being a praise poet for me it has been very challenging and very helpful because this business card that I am I would get a brief 
an email, a client needs a brief. So that's why most of the people, they think that I am not a poet enough because my client demands that I must mention them. I must mention things that they've done. They do not care about your idioms and, and everything. <laughs> they want you to deliver mm. the message so I can, uh, 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 what you call, illustrate the beauty of the language. When I say, Tinanto Zazuya so Tukanganto, Kubagalog Lento, and Tualonda Makosas Ati, is covered against Solas, so Smetlangu, but you need to be relevant. So that has taught me, that has brought me to be in the hub of South Africa, Africa and the world. Because in South Africa, its headquarters and stakeholders, their partnerships are internationally. So I get to speak different languages. I get to speak, to understand, to express my, to express different views and and a prof bring a prophetic way and the direction. Uh, listen, uh, last week we were launching AI with uh, um, with with uh, with uh, what Setnec, Upper Telecom, and and uh, the the institutions of uh, higher learning. Abantuba, um, they are afraid of uh, artificial intelligence, and we have always been on the artificial intelligence as the people. You look beyond the horizon, you see the world, you visualize what you see beyond the horizon. I grew up in the rural area, so I would look beyond the mountains and the horizons, and I would like, I see myself there. And guess what? I've traveled the world in seven seas, and I knew how I would feel when I God, get into those countries, even if I know nobody, mm. because it is in us. We are power. We are energy. We are infinite. So I have uh, emancipated myself from any form of mental slavery, form of uh, spiritual slavery, because Marcus Garvey says none but ourselves can free our minds. We're in conversation with Jessica Mbangen. It's edging towards 10.30. We're going to take the latest news headlines and then uh, we'll continue our conversation. i uh, also take some of your calls and contributions on 86 That's the number to dial. And, of course, on the WhatsApp voice note line, 0614-104-107. Best daytime radio show at the SA Radio Awards. The Talking Point with Kathy Mutlatlana. We continue the conversation on The Talking Point. Our guest is really uh, the incomparable uh, Jessica Mbangeni, and she is a poet, a musician, and so many other things. But um, we're talking to her specifically around being able to package and export the arts um, as, 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 as something that you can monetize, uh, which is something that she's been able to do so well. When you are um, traveling the world, because you spend most of your time out of South Africa now. In fact, I think you, you, you come to South Africa to visit. I come to South Africa to empower you, and, you and basically, connect yes. and reflect. Yes, mm. But, but you, you, you've got a full life that is taking place beyond this country's borders. What is it that people ask you or are keen to know about this country? They want to know about how did the, the transformation happen from the apartheid system mm -hmm. to uh, the unity in diversity. And uh, they want to know if it, we, are, uh, we are actually true to what we are saying it is. 
and they get to hear uh, they they know the news a lot mm -hmm. they bombard me with a lot of news <laughs> so um if the are farmers um exploited they ask me jessica what's going on you said there is peace and transformation, but we are still witnessing um, this kind of explo uh, exploitation of the people and oppression of the people. And um, as a voice of my nation, I see transformation in our country mm -hmm. because Rome has never been built on one day. And um, I'm glad that we've got a great constitution and policies and also uh, uh, society that is transforming because our communities are f informing the society. So when I measure the amount of um, the fear that we had during the apartheid system, we wouldn't move. You didn't know whether you are right or wrong. Um, as for now, mm -hmm. I say we are free and we are beautiful and we are transforming to be the greater nation. And soon, with all these opportunities that are opening for um, uh, the, uh, all, uh, all South Africans, mm. equally so, mm. we are getting somewhere. And with the, uh, the, the, the formation of BRICS, how it, it, how it is growing, it tells me that there's going to be a unification of the world. There's not going to be demarcations anymore. What what would you say have been your biggest challenges um, when it comes to being able to set up a business as being in the art and cultural space um, and having to work across countries? Um, funding has been a, a, a crisis because you get the invitation, you do not know who to channel it to because the centers of communication are, are, are less in the in entertainment industry and actually in the business world in South Africa for an entrepreneur. Um, so you find, okay, you I use my own money and then they say, okay, because you have applied late, just give us the report. And then when I submit the report, money goes through the money laundering. The report, uh, 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 when you are approved, so that means the report is approved. If they do not want, uh, they, they are not satisfied, they can request more things. And then they will say, no, um, actually, your report was not uh, convincing. And then... But when you look at the reports with the tre treasury or reports from the procurement, the money was procured, but to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And through your company name. And so I decided that, you know what, Jessica, you are not going to fall onto this uh, trap of uh, being in a statistics whereby you have, uh, um, you, you, you have got the opportunity to be given funding whilst it never came to you. And also uh, proposals that were snatched by the department officials mm. and very credible people that if I could mention names, the walls would crumble down. 
So those are my challenges that I trust Uchesekambangeni only. I trust no one. That's why I say to God, I don't divert uh, money. When I, when, when I get money from my gigs I, I, and get invitations to go and do ex, ex, uh, what you call exhibitions or to attend investment conferences internationally or to go and perform uh, just to showcase because other performances, they do not pay. It's all about uh, cultural engagements mm. and uh, future collab collaborations and all and so forth I use my own money because I do not want to fall into that I do not want to it feels very very bad it hurts so bad what do you think that we as South Africans need to be more mindful of when it comes to the value of our cultural heritage and what that can be as a service offering um, to the rest of the world it is very important that we must uh, 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 refer to the Timbuktu, um, that we are actually, the, Africa is the hub of the great archives of the world, the civilization of the world. And as South Africans, it's very important that we we treasure we we treasure our, our role models like Abuchesi Kambangeni, who are the custodians of African culture and heritage. Give them support to lead the 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 routes to the international markets, so that uh, the arts and culture can grow in our country. Because we invite people, we you know people want to come for an experience in this country, and uh, culture should not only remain on cultural centers, but in our communities. Let our homes and our neighborhoods be the centers of cultural hubs, storytelling, exhibitions. It's difficult to get to the museum because also there's, uh, there, there are rules of exhibiting works to the museum. But a child that is next door can make this fan and sell it to a tourist. And the tourist, tourists want real people. There's, there are audiences for the state of art that we are, baby, you know what I'm saying? But the real money is in tourists that want to come and visit our country. Mm -hmm. Therefore, th our departments must hold hands with the Department of Heritage, um, uh, Heritage Council, your, your Department of Arts and Culture, uh, get with the civil society organizations, uh, invest in each other and bring their stakeholders. We've got social, corporate social in, uh, investment from um, from the from the private sector that wants to invest in people. We'll continue the conversation with Jessica Mbayek. And, you know, I, I'm just thinking about this idea of making our communities, um, you know, the, the centers of, 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 of preserving this culture mm -hmm. and, and, and manifesting this culture. But mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about schools, right? To me, yes. schools are really a, a big opportunity where that culture can also um, where that culture can also be used um, amongst young people you know because if if, if we start young, then, then you don't have to worry about continuing or having this conversation once people reach adulthood because they'll be able to to carry that with them into adulthood. I'll give you a moment to respond to that in, in a moment, uh, says Jessica. We'll, we'll take your calls on 86 for those of you that want to ask a specific questions, right? And then on the WhatsApp voice note line, 614
Call us on 086-000-2032. Kathy Mosasana on SAFM. We're looking at the role of culture as uh, an export for this country and the potential that it has really to be one of our, our greatest exports. So let's talk, talk about the role of schools and um, how schools could be doing things differently when it comes to helping uh, young children embrace this culture. And, and we know that, you know, in, in, in our society today, I mean, we, we have to have uh, debates about, you know, whether children should have the, you know, first language, is it English or is it um, an indigenous language? And, and so w- we live in a society really where people have become indifferent mm. uh, to this kind of thing. And not to say it's good or bad, but it's just that life can go on um, regardless of, 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 of the appreciation or lack thereof. Mm. But to me, it does seem like there's a missed opportunity I am uh, observing uh, the um, the approach of the Department of Education um, on uh, the language matter because they they wanted to really to to bring a preservation of our culture through the language, um, diversify. But children should learn in their indigenous uh, 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 their first languages should be their indigenous languages. Um, there was a huge debate and differences. Now. I, I I have been observing the curriculum. It is pushing the children and the parents because the parents were worried. Could, those people that are putting all these laws, their children are in multiracial schools abroad, this and this and that. And even my friend who is a teacher, uh, she said, no, absolutely, I know we want English. Like, excuse me, this, this is what is happening. And I'm doing this and that. She said, no, no, absolutely, I know we don't. Um, so now they are, the curriculum is enforcing, channeling the families to utilize their indigenous knowledge systems because it was not about literally the language, but the indigenous knowledge systems that come through uh, the, 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 their, their belonging, the, 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 who they are as the people. And uh, that transforms a lot because it cuts across um, uh, your, your, your Indians, your Africaners. Now, when I get to the restaurant, I'm this famous Jessica Mbangene that is in, in uh, 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 what you call creative skills at school, this and that, um, uh, about, um, uh, via Africa Macmillan, uh, producing uh, those kind of books. And that is a good shift whereby it strikes the interest in our children on how they want um, their society to become. And they inform their parents because there are conversations. Um, their life is about conversations between parents and the children and the livelihood at large. So these interests that are, uh, are struck by the Department of Education are really building, are doing a nation building. Now we've got um, uh, SABC has got uh, programs that are focusing on culture. Zibuyele Masisweni, we see um, a, 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 a variety 
and diverse cultures um, that are informing our our country that listen, we are getting into the space of preserving our heritage intelligence, sustain our traditional protocols, and we are the people that the world wants to visit. We want to visit certain people in the world just because mm. now we will be, we'll be learning more about the great Nelson Mandela's and learning about our very own people, not about Cinderella Isingabaz. Do you think that the way things are in the country right now, that there's room for more Jessica Mbangenis, that, you know, when we think about um, the exports that we have to offer the world, um, especially in, in, in the space, that you're not the only one that can come to mind. And, and what do we need to do to make sure that the development of the other Jessica Mbangenis is taking place today? Um. We've got uh, a, a very good database in our country of uh, uh, the performing artists, the creatives, but the creatives themselves are not putting uh, enough um, effort in, 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 in elevating themselves into the media space so that they can be known. People are always focused when they come to SAPC, they want to be paid a transport fee. <laughs> Excuse me, how much would you pay at SAPC for your, for, for your brand to be elevated as a creative? Actually, this country is, we are very fortunate that as creatives, we don't have to pay or to be on, on, on the radio because you are, you are an emerging brand and they see value in you. So I urge the people because they are the database that is there, but it's stagnant and no one is able to spot and say, this is what is happening. And with the fourth industrial revolution, people go online on, on YouTube and they, they look, they want to see you on LinkedIn, they want to see you active and so that they can trust you and know your product. Because if you do not blow your own horn, no one is going to know what is it that you are doing. And people must uh, uh, rise into occasions get into the conferences when they hear about conference, they must get online and see good how do they get there and by themselves because they are the businesses. And today I'm talking to people of my age. I will say we are the young people of today because the, the, the economic transformation has come into into the space in our time. Our mothers didn't have this. Our grandmothers didn't have this opportunity to be on the mainstream economy. You are also in the manufacturing sector, right? And uh, you're talking to us earlier about the, the clothing you produce, which is largely, you know, traditional yes. apparel mm. and exporting it to, to, to different countries. What is the market? for? Wh where do people want to dress like us and look like us? Listen, um, uh, with me... I target the fashionistas across the world because they've got the database of people who love to be outstanding. 
So they they become high end. Uh, in Jamaica, I work uh, with. Uh, uh, a fashion designer um, who dresses abo um, uh, abo graphics abo Marcia graphics who worked with Bob Mali uh, abo Mamorita Mali uh, the great Mutabarukas abo Kabu and them and they from the Caribbean to North America. So I, I I cover all that. So I I don't have to sell to individuals because I've got that hub of, of people. And then in, uh, uh, in 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 South America too, in Argentina, they they even sing in Tosa. So I dress choirs in there. <laughs> they do. Yes. In Argentina. Yes. You must follow me, baby. And I'm saying now. I always post these things even on my YouTube. They, there's a choir that sings So um, I run cultural exchange pro when I run these cultural exchange programs people also want to, to, to feel and look like us because they sing our indigenous music they sing that was made, by, made popular by the great Miriam Makeba and they want to look Tosa because they ask which, which tribe sings this is Tosa okay is this Tosa you are wearing yes okay we want to dress up like, the, like you so that is endless market mm -hmm. so here at, at, at home um, we really need to go out there because there are young ones the market is growing every day Ungati no Jessica has done it you can do it we can do it let's go do it it's house of humana my brand name is Kwantu, which is house of humana so i don't mind when people say okay jessica let me give you 10 of mine uh, 10 of mine 10 of this i go with ozail the zail fashion uh, what you call that uh, specializes the blanket upumzil and dude did dress me up let me take other scarves uh, because they've got the longest winters over there so we we have to carry each other push each other to the world because the world is awaiting is hungry to receive us mm -hmm. and it's it's a lot of money for them to travel to our country and let's get online and be realistic with the deadlines and serve the world because hey we want to be the first world country how 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 does one do that you know because you you do you think that the the experience that you had in the Soweto gospel choir gave you that opportunity to be able to network and so even when you were sort of going into your own career you already had um some kind of of network to to tap into Okay, right now we in the music industry we've got Independent Music Expo South Africa, which is an organization that assists artists who wants to have access to the international market. So people can conduct ETTI in HEP uh, because they've got um, the, the systems and organizations that can workshop people uh, so that they can get into the um, ac uh, access to market readiness programs mm -hmm. so that they are not uh, afraid they're going to be at OR Tambo, they're going to travel 23 hours, they're going to be uh, with people that do not speak their language and this and this and that. We, 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 uh, we, we go there as the group. So it's very important when you go as a group because also the exhibition areas, also the, the, the international clients who are interested in you, 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 they've got your profile, they know exactly what, who they're going to meet and you know that you've got meetings ahead of you. So 
our government actually is doing very well, baby. I'm saying we've got secretaries here that planning our meetings. When you get there, you get there with your uh, laptop and iPad. You get to with your program, with your with your product. You're ready to sell. So people must go and knock in these areas that I've spoken about. Mm. They do not uh, procrastinate those people. They do their job. I've seen them. You've got 12 trips to go abroad. It's paid for by government. You can go into any country that you want to go to. But when you go as a group, so my challenge is, is that I want to go at my own time as an individual, baby, you know what I'm saying? Because also individuals have got the funding that is there. It's just that they do not want to comply. Those people, they devour it. But when you go as a group, there's no way your hotel is paid for, your your flights are paid for, return flights, your your exhibition stand is paid for, your meetings, you know, you meet your great Angelique Kichos, you, you ask them, or your two chains, all these business people in the music industry and also in the arts, in the crafts and clothing manufacturing, about Dolce & Gabbana, the collaborations are there. But we need to be authentic. We must stop taking nylons abroad just because the luggage is heavy. Be ready also to pop out if there's access that you have to pay for so that you can uh, exhibit authentic products that come from Africa so that people can see the value of collaborating. Imagine collaborating with Bear Blair, baby, you know what I'm saying? With my uh, handbag, <laughs> African love letter. <laughs> It, it is a very beautiful handbag, I must say, um, that that you you've obviously put together. What what do you wish? What do you know now um, that you wish you you knew maybe five ten years ago? <sighs> to know that people are hungry for me. To know that I am, um, I am the hive of prestigious knowledge and wisdom. I would not have looked around. I would be very far. I would be one of those. They say they have got their success at the young age, but get through the apartheid system in our country. I think it would it would be a challenge. I would be vocal and uh, breaking the bridges like the great Miriam Makebas. And it would, I would fall into really the struggle. Mm -hmm. But what, uh, personally me, if I knew, if I was validated, because it was, I, I knew, but there's a validation. So my knowledge was oppressed, mm -hmm. the knowledge of who I am. So that's why Bixlika Seme says, my mind and my knowledge of myself is formed by the victories that are the jewels around our African crown. The victories that you end from Isandlwana to Khartoum, as Ethiopians, as Ashanti of Ghana, and as the Berbers of the desert. Today, it feels good to be an African. Sister Jessica, we've come to the end of our time on The Talking Point. Thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your story um, and just really opening our eyes up to what is possible um, in in this industry to what is possible, even for young people that might be listening to this program and don't envision themselves having a career like the one you do, mm -hmm. but that, you know, if, if they want to, they absolutely can. They don't mm -hmm. have to change who they are mm -hmm. 
to be able to make it, not just in South Africa, mm. but even beyond our borders. Thank you so much for making the time for us. Talking point.